Yo, everybody, what's good? It's another episode of Two Tone. What's good, we everybody? Back. We back. We can't just say we back so calm and subtle after being off for like two weeks. So listen. Yes, we can. We can. They love us. We can. We back we... like we never left. Right. Back and we better. No Tiller. But we did say we won't do this <laughs> another two week hiatus again, but it happened. Um, but we're here. You know, so what's up, everybody? Uh, I'm Tony Lee. Follow me on Twitter at Tony underscore. That's Tony T, my co-host. Yep. Okay. Give him and of course, you could. You can follow the show at Two Two Tones. That's the number two T W O T O N E S. Please do that. And Two Tones podcast on Instagram and interact with us, man. Um, but we out here, man. Two Tones on SoundCloud. Two Tones on iTunes. Two comment, Tones, subscribe, all that. Please comment, rate. rate that Bodak Yellow and share. Share it with your friends. Share the wealth. Definitely share. And that Bodak Yellow remix is coming soon. Um, it's not. But um, yeah, we, <laughs> we definitely have a mixtape that should have been out. To be honest, we got to reach out to our rapper friends. But True. um, but yeah, man, Tony, how you been, man? It's been two weeks. I'm good, man. You you good, started man. school working. Well, you started working, yeah. should I say? Um, it's cup Work season for me. School for the kids. <laughs> yeah, school for the kids. It's cup season. Is it officially cup season yet? It's always cup season for me. Okay, okay, but I don't know about y'all. Listen, okay, well, I think, cuff but se- I guess it is cup season. It's starting to get. It's hoodie season, so it's cuff season. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's like hoodie season half of the day though. It's like part because you know, you know, women don't buy hoodies; they gotta take one. So you gotta you gotta get cuffed so you can feel hoodie. And none of my hoodies have been taken. So and some shows, basketball shorts. None of my hoodies have been taken. That shows that I have no women. So I mean, <laughs> that's a testament. You know, or do they take them and then once it's taken, you don't claim it no more? It's not yours no more. No, no, no just they haven't been taken. I don't have much hoodies anyway. I got like a God of Money hoodie. That's a fading shout out to Bizzlem. And I got my cousin hoodie that I took. And he never took my. Well, that's. Wait, you took a hoodie? No, nah, I ain't take. Oh man! Oh man! Yo, pause, my nigga. No, I didn't oh, take a hoodie. Man. No, my man. Stop, stop, stop! Don't do that! Don't do that! You, you took, took your man's hoodie? No, Dog. I ain't take. <laughs> now my cousin, yeah, you know, he cool. The hoodie, fine. It's a Nike hoodie. He left for here, like I think my housewarming, and I just he ain't never come back and get it. So yo, you left your hoodie at the housewarming. I kept it. I wore it one time. It's fire too. You probably gonna get it back, <laughs> but um, but yeah, talk. But yeah, nah, Hilarious. man. But it's, it's I think it's definitely cup season some somewhere around there. But um, I'm chilling, yeah. man. I've been great myself. I know you didn't ask, but um, life has been good. You know, <laughs> I've been living, man. So, but what you been listening to? What let's talk are, about that. We haven't talked about that in a minute. What have I been listening to? A lot of Flyleaf. Fly Flyleaf is a rock group. Um, okay. really, really dope. I don't like the new lead singer they have currently, but I mean, Lacey Sturm, like the old singer. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, a lot of rock. Flyleaf, um, damn Kendrick. You know okay. Kendrick's probably the only rap album I'm consistently still playing. Um, mm-hmm. Alina Baraz, of course. Um, some house joints. Um, I think some Fifty here and there. But yeah, nothing too. Mm. You know what I mean? Nothing too out of the ordinary. You know, here and there, rock, rap, and you know some R and B. Xavier okay. Omar, of course. Um, some records, yep. some Sway records that may or may mm. not. Be online already? Nah, but... Oh, hold on, fam. I know you can just throw that out there like you... We gonna fight. Like you what? Nah, nah, I don't know. You I'm owe just, me a fade. Nah, but I'm listening to records, man. I've been just, nah, I've just been chilling, man. Um, Yeah, man. So what's up? What's up? What, what have you been listening to besides... I've been kind of digging back in the crates a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I was listening to Tony Tillman's project, Camden, this morning. Oh, that's a great project. That's yeah, a, man. Ghost is still one of the most... Probably the best yeah, storytelling joint. Yeah, like it's a really, really, really good record. And I also went back and listened to Gemstone's album, Blind Elephant. 
you know what? I've been listening to Gemstones too. Like I've been li- mm. that's crazy. I've been listening to Gemstones. Um, I need to Elephant go back to the, the mixtapes though. That, that's what I was at. I was listening to the yeah. Mixtapes. I need to go back to Elephant in the Room. Yo, he bodied uh, the Michael Jackson record. Um, the Earth Song joint? Not that. He bodied the Adele joint, too. What? Yeah. I mean, he bodied all them Don't joints, like... But... Come on, man. Like, yeah. It's... But yeah, I've been listening to that, man, and just, you know, chilling, man, and keeping up. Um, But speaking of listening, on this day, which is Thursday today, but yesterday... You listening to that Tasha Cobbs and Nicki record? I did listen to that record. The record but is you... dope. Now, Nicki's huh? part... No, 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 no. Let me listen to what I'm saying. You niggas are hype beasts, man. I said the record, <laughs> y'all hype beats on a, a, a slander. No, but um, the record is dope. The record itself. Now, Nikki's without Nikki's uh, part. No, no, no. I'm not saying Nikki part is dope. The record is cliche. Well, a lot without of gospel music Nikki's is cliche. That's just, it's gospel music. Um, it's my season. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's keep it real. Season. A lot of gospel, a lot of hip hop is cliche, but I mean, it is what it is. But the re- this is true. I could do without. This is true. Yeah, I could have did without Nikki's verse. I don't have to hit that again in my life. It's not as horrible as people get in my life. Fair, but that verse isn't as horrible <laughs> as I think people try to make. It's just it's okay. Y'all just going, it's, but it's not good. So it's like eh, it's cool. It's I, cool. All, I, all I'll say for me is this record. Mm-hmm. Like, so it was cool to have this record, but when Gemstones rapped over "Break Every Chain," it got yanked. Wow, Chasha Cobb was on Common's album too. A fire. Okay. Record. Common's recent album, yeah. But I mean, it wasn't even like Stones was making money off the joint, right? Just saying. Yeah, he was. It was skating a, on that. It was like too. a mixtape record. Yeah, he definitely skated. So, what you think about Nicki's verse? Eh, it's a Nicki verse. It sounds like Nicki. It's, yeah, and Nicki got more Nikki ice than more. Gretzky. Shout out to Cardi B. Album coming soon. Cardi on the <laughs> Her birthday October 11th. You know what's right after that? Come on, we, we doing man. Cardi B. Yeah, you know I mean, what you trying to say? I don't know, man. Offset, watch out. You got a rock for her finger? Nah, nah. I'm oh, I thought joke. that's what you were saying. I'm gonna, I'm gonna save my joke and the name of Jesus. But um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, man. I, I think the Tasha Cobbs record. I like the record. I do. I'm not gonna say I don't. Um, but I could do it without Nicki's verse. I don't have to hear that again in my life. I need an edited version. Shout out to Ice. I need an edited uh, Tasha Cobbs <laughs> version. Um, but yeah, man. That, that, but again, it is September the 13th, Wednesday. But you'll be hearing this on a Thursday. But yep. yesterday. Speaking of y'all time, Tupac passed away, right? Yes. One of the greatest. 21st anniversary of the death of Tupac Shakur. Right. One Unless the... he's in Cuba, then it's just the 21st anniversary of him getting out of here. He in Cuba with Obama? Come on. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's not. But I'm not. It's, he definitely passed away. A pie, pioneer, yeah, a legend, an influencer, a trailblazer. No doubt. A, a, arguably Probably the, the most influential MC ever. I, I think he is the most influential. I would debate that with anybody. I think Pac is the most influential in terms of. It's beyond. like him, LL, Kane, Big, Kane, Kane is in there. Mm, most influential ever. Well, I'm talking. Well, I'm see. I'm talking about in a rap game. You talking about worldwide. I, I got a different. I'm thinking of like who influenced what MCs. Pac. We talking not not just MCs, but. World influence, right? Like global influence, mm-hmm. right? Okay, yeah, I'm thinking like who influenced the rappers, I bet. But yeah, yeah, you're definitely right. Because um, like Tupac made the blueprint for like using controversy to sell mm-hmm. your albums, right? Right. Right. Hence, right. you get Ja Rule dressing like Tupac. You get Fifty. You get a lot of people. You get Troy Ave saying he's a new Pac, whatever. Um, you got everybody <laughs> in that thug slash conscious. Pac yeah. did it so well. 
Like I never seen another model like him in in his entirety. I seen half of it. I seen the gangster side, mm-hmm. but I never seen the totality. I think we talked about this before. The consciousness, but also yeah. with the, which can seem like schizophrenia, but the consciousness in the gangster side, you know, which is probably just. Or it could be seen as it could be seen as duality, uh, foresight, foresight, or just duality, or seen as balance. To be honest. Because I say foresight, because there was a there was a clip of Tupac uh, recently. It's funny because I had been seeing uh, documentaries. I had never seen Tupac Resurrection before, hmm. and it happened to come on Fuse. So we we sat and we watched it, and there was a clip of him. He was in like a almost like a block. Is that party. his recent movie? Is that theater? No, that's the old drink from like oh three. Okay, okay, go ahead. And so he was at like this little block party type performance, whatever, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he was like, "Yo." We really got to start funding our own communities. He said, if everybody in this community can put a dollar or two dollars or five dollars together and we find one trusted person in the community to hold the money, I'll bring whatever rapper y'all want here. But what we got to do is all the thugs, all the drug dealers, you got to make hours where it's not going to happen. It's not going to be violence in these streets because we got to keep our kids safe. Like, so seeing how he was advocating for the gang banging and everything, but he also felt like there needed to be rules and he wanted to set up a system of policing for the streets. So it was pretty interesting. Yeah. Like I mean, self-policing, almost Panther-like if you, right, and right. if you look and, at Tupac's I mean, life, he was raised by a Panther. So he would advocate for self-policing or community exactly. policing. Like I said, I never seen the model, the consciousness, the influencer, the community leader slash gangster rap. I mm-hmm. never seen that. And I think we would never see that again because we in this PC era anyway, everybody tends to, we would never see that. But Pac, one of the most influential, one of the greatest ever. I mean, period. One of the- and I'm gonna throw this out there too because I've been I've been reading the Miseducation of the Negro recently. Right, right, right. Okay. If let y'all listeners let us know if we should start a two tones book club. We can definitely <laughs> do that. I don't read anything but the Bible, but yeah, no. Nah, well, I mean, we can do that too. It's 66 books in that joint. Word. I mean, we can talk about the lost books of the Bible too. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do that on the show. We, we, see, we need a theological we slash. Can. This, this is what we do because we try to drop we drop gems. I mean, that's part of us. We can do that. Yeah, we need to have like a theological slash philosophical episode on religion. Period, not just Christianity, right? On existentialism, Word. Islam, Buddhism, the lost books, the, the Enoch. It's a lot of different things we need to have an episode on because we touch on it. We talk here and there, but we don't really, really do it. So it really doesn't. I don't know if it falls in deaf ears, but we need to have a, a longer piece on it or a longer. We saw a couple on. lines out there. If it sticks, it sticks. No, a couple quote, no quotables though. But so we need to do it like. <laughs> What you mean? No quotables. We put in script. Okay, we back, talking scriptures sometimes. Okay, okay, okay. I'm not, okay, back to your book club. I'm sorry, our book. All right. Yeah, go ahead. No, but just saying, like, you no, know, just a lot of things that you see. Um, but going back to the Tupac resurrection joint, so mm-hmm. that was that. When talking about his image, yeah, um, man. But also, there was a Biggie uh, documentary on A and E that was pretty dope. I heard. Um, I heard. Yeah, man. it was pretty um, dope. Yeah, was it like they had interviews with Miss Wallace, Minnie Valletta, Faith mm-hmm. Evans, Charlie Baltimore, Lil C's, Nah, no Charlie, no Lil Cam. Puff, Puff was in there. Puff was looking type husky too. <laughs> yeah, Puff. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, man. Puff wanted to create. Ever since do Puff it. fell in that little pit at the BET Awards, man. Oh man, when Puff fell in that pit that Kim <laughs> jumped out of. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that was G. Depp, Black Rob. When you said all the artists, Day Twenty Six <laughs> snatching him under. <laughs> but nigga, that was Chopper and Nessun. No, all you Fred. seen were legs and hands, though. Like you ain't seen his body. You seen his head, legs, and hands, and the rest of them was in the whole brush. 
I, I cried. That was hilarious. That was a funny, funny moment in history. Um, but yeah, man. Plot, what well, let's get back to the yeah. reason we're here. Let's talk about our five favorite Tupac records. Okay, our five personal favorites, right? And yes, I'm a, five I, personal favorites. You go first, right? And in terms of music, I wasn't the biggest hip hop fan. That's just the reality. I mean, hip hop, Pac fan, Tupac fan, right? Like in terms mm-hmm. of music, I wasn't the hugest or the you know biggest Tupac fan. So a lot of my picks are probably gonna be some of the ones we're most familiar with. I'm not gonna be saying a lot of album cuts. I'm really not. You know, I love Pac, mm-hmm. but I'm not like that. Put Pac on. I'm not that, right? So my top five Pac records, period, to me. California Love, which was a Dre record originally, but mm-hmm. gave it to Pop, which was fire. No, no. Suge gave it to Pop. <laughs> well, you can say Suge gave it to Pop. Well, either way, it wasn't Pop. But California Love, which I think is the theme song of Cali. I think they have it the greatest. Is. That's the greatest. Yo, every California sports team, when they win in, the TV is playing California Love. Is there a better, you know what? Is there a better theme song when it comes to a state than California Love? New York has like New York, Empire State of Mind. Texas, you know, like, is there, Florida probably got, like, is there a better, uh, Toronto has uh, running through the six? You know, but no, what, what the joint drink no. got? <laughs> what, no. What's that joint? Running through the six with my woes. Hey. I don't um, remember the name of that record, but no. Nah, but um, California Love, like, I think it's no greater nah, theme song. That's, that's an interesting topic. Best, like, song, theme uh, songs for a city. Or a state for the city or state, yeah. Because New York State, I might not like. Because the next, the the only other like super good one I can think of is P.D. Pablo Raise Up. Oh wow! See, but that think... ain't California Love. California Love is like that. California Love will get you rocking. another level. Like California Love is another level. Like that record comes on, and if Pac's verse comes on, everybody knows Pac's verse. Yeah, Fresh out of just, bail, I'm out of bed. Fresh that, out of jail, I'm out on bail, California screaming. Soon as I hit up on the scene, yo, I'm hearing who you screaming. And a little Phoenix vocoda joint. California. And Roger shit. Troutman on the joint. Man, it be church musicians playing those calls in church. Old folks be shouting. Word. It be niggas the shout turn into a crip walk. It be niggas doing that. I'm like, bro, you playing. The shout turn into a crip walk, don't it? Stupid. Not, nah, it's not. I, I shot it one time in my life, and I think I don't know if it was the Holy Spirit or not. Probably trying to show off. That's like you peek it during worship, but that's he, neither here nor there. But I think, well, let's real quick. I think, so you brought up an interesting point. I think in the top five city or state songs, I think it's California Love. I think it's No uh, Carolina People. Raise Up. Raise Up. I think it's, um, if this counts, New York City, Cam and Jay. If, if it counts, um. Welcome to New York City. I'm, yeah, but, that's dope. I'm gonna pick one out of three. It's either that I'm feeling New York like State of Mind. New York State of Mind, New York, New York, Empire State of Mind are all New better York, records. New York, New York. So I'm gonna go New York, New York. Um New York, New York, uh Raise Up, California Love. I'm trying to think of two more like city state songs that you, you go, that's like that state, that city. They they know this is their record. But Tip True, where Nelly from? St. Louis? <laughs> Tip True. <laughs> um Man, yeah, that's, that's really, hard. I, it's, we see, we should have done it before the show. We'll definitely come back with that because I know this almost uh, this kind of is I don't know, but it's, is it really a record or is it just a freestyle? But I was thinking about Murder, Murder, Marcyville. Okay, that, no one knows. Jay, that. you don't what? No one knows Jay that. and State Property. No one knows that but you and people in Brooklyn. Like, come on. All so right. again, nah, nah, I'm bugging. All but right. yeah, it's what's ours? What's Jersey's? Fuji Law? Like, I don't know. Like, what's Ooh la la la! Like I don't know. That's is it. Fuji, like, Fuji's from Jersey. Oh, um, 
Pump it up. Oh no. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, oh, just Fetty's No. Fetty's um, hits. Tag. What is the record? Oh, I'm blanking. Club songs represent that jersey. Jersey represent I don't know. But um but that's interesting. That's an interesting topic. Your city, your state. Matter of fact, y'all tweet Welcome us. to Atlanta. Oh my God. Yes. Damn. Yeah. Welcome to Atlanta. That's it four. even had a remix. Welcome to New York. Where we don't play. They even, they even Yo, had new Atlanta. Puff really was like the feature rapper for New York for a minute. Yeah, where we don't play. Yeah, welcome to Atlanta. Wow. Um, so we got what three four. or four? Raise up, welcome to Atlanta, California love, and uh, we had another one. New York, New York. Did we? So it's, uh-huh. it's, a, it's a fifth one missing. I'm mad we spend this much time on the segment. We ain't even planning to do this, but it's another one. It's I'm trying to think. I it's got to be something else. Cali, Texas, Florida, Arizona. Seattle. Is there anything from Chicago? Because mm. Chicago definitely has a big constituency of rappers. But it'd be good life. You got to think somebody. Summertime uh, <laughs> I just thought about um, the joint from Graduation. We talked about a girl named Wendy. Talking about the Wendy City. Yeah, yeah, okay. Homecoming. But I don't know. Nah, Okay, we'll get back to that. Let's spend too much time on this. Yep, we'll come back. So, we'll back top to five pop songs. Post. Um, top five pop songs. So, California uh, Love was one. California Love. Um, I Get Around. Um, mm. Hail Mary, which is probably my favorite pop song. <laughs> Dear Mama is probably my second favorite pop song. And All About You. It, how do you want it? All okay. that is a lot of those, but All About You is my fifth. So that's me. Um, you said Hail Mary, Dear Mama, and All About You? Yeah. And I Get Around okay. and California Love. Yep. Okay, so, hmm, pretty good mix, three album span for you, because I Get Around, it's from Strictly For My Niggas. I Get Dear Around. Mama. I like that video, too. Actually, four album stretch. Uh, Dear Mama is from all, uh, Me Against the World, California Love, All About You from All Eyes On Me, and Hail Mary from the Machiavelli album. Mm-hmm. So, for me, what are yours? I have one posthumous song that... I don't. I guess they were original recordings. Don't say like, the song with Eminem and Biggie trying to live. Your favorite, one of your favorite pop songs. But don't it is really, yes. Wow. Okay, <laughs> I was joking, but wow. No, and I think it, that song is. Eh, I like the song. I like the song. The song is dope to me. The song is dope. I can't act like I don't. Yes. Like, I, like I, it makes me think. Like man, I wish Big and Pac would have done more records together, or that that whole riff hadn't happened. Okay. Um. So my number one song is Pain. From the Above the Rim soundtrack. Okay. Which was only on the tapes, not on the CDs. So it's not available anywhere digitally. Nope. Well, not for you to purchase, but if you look on YouTube, I'm just saying. Um, Temptations from Me Against the World. Mm-hmm. Running, featuring Big from the Resurrection soundtrack, actually. Do for Love. Which came out on uh, "Are You Still Down," which was a posthumous album. So actually, two, but it was actually recorded in '94. So whatever that's worth. And then "To Live and Die in L.A." So those are my five: "Pain," "Temptations," "Running," "Featuring Big," "Do for Love," and "To Live to Live and Die in L.A." Mm, so basically, we did an A side and a B side. Pretty much. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, so Pac, to me, definitely. I, I, We definitely, you know, respect And we only him. got one. No, All About You got features, but nobody cares. And so does I Get Around, but. 
Yeah, a lot of, a lot of, digital, a lot of pop records that features. I didn't even know who it was. I'm like, who is this rapping? Like, a lot of songs. Most of them is like is Dramacidal slash the Outlaws because they change names yeah, from Jersey. Yeah, you know? Dramacidal is the Outlaws. They just changed their name. Right, right, okay. Because I'm like, who, what? And then like Big Psych from Thug Life and uh, what's uh, Stretch from Thug Life. Yeah, but yeah, man, shout out to Pop. It's crazy man. to figure that a lot of his big songs had his homies on them. Yeah, well, I mean, his big songs are the ones I name, and I only heard Dre is like, well, All About You, it is somebody up there. Um, Nate Dogg's up there, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Nate oh, yeah, Dogg used to kill a hook, man. Is he the hook king when it comes to hip-hop? And of <sighs> our time. Because now we got different people doing a hook, you know. For you got, the 90s, I like, would say... Think about yes. it. Yes. All time, he's got some competition. T Pain is definitely. <laughs> I was about to say Pain. Let's keep it real. Pain, yeah. I mean, Pain on and the hook, man. Quiet is kept. He still, he still got it. I yes. don't know why folks aren't. I, like, I wonder why he don't pop up on Khaled records more. Yeah, because Khaled is a superstar. Superstar. He's a superstar, <laughs> and he's out of here now, man. Um, and like, it's like crazy because even like T Pain even gave Ross the rub. Remember Boss? Yeah. The biggest boss that you've seen thus far, that kind of helped Ross a lot. And then no yeah, more pain. pain records. Yeah, pain. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of time, I mean, but. Oh, yeah, man. So shout out to Pac. We definitely respect and revere. Definitely. Position. You know, probably one of the most immortalized rappers ever, him and Big. Probably the. Ain't definitely. Even no they are the. They are the, you know. And Pac Especially of the dumb. posthumous ones, the ones right. who have gone on. Right. Yeah. Of probably. Of probably because, be like, real. Pun is revered and L is revered. Big L is revered, but not, like, Pac and Big. Is there any, besides Elvis and the Beatles and now Michael and Prince, any artists that we know in any genre, but we would know because we're not that invested in that genre, as revered as Pac and Big? Because in hip-hop, that's, like, an every other Ooh. year conversation. Besides Elvis and the Beatles, people bring up, I'm sure, in those genres all the time. I don't know of any, like, people that I know that was there that, that's always literally brought up. Maybe because hip hop is the type of sport it is, but is Whitney? She you is, feel like but Whitney but, is brought up like them. But I don't think like them. No, I don't think like the Pac and Big mm-hmm. is brought up. Damn that every year, like it's now all the time. It. Every rap debate goes to Tupac and Biggie, right? But also you could be talking very, about Jay and Nas. Well, let's talk about Pac and Big. Then what you think about that? Yeah, so that's something. Like, but also, it's very young hip hop. You know, in a genre, it just happened like True. twenty years ago. Maybe not just happened, but a lot of Elvis and all that. That's like 50, 60 years ago. You know, Beatles a mm-hmm. hundred years ago, <laughs> but no Beatles slander. But I'm just saying. Well, yeah. But yeah, man. Shout out to Pop. Moving right along, man. We got to talk about that Lux and Arsenal, man. No, let's you know go what? To it. Yeah, yes. Want to say that or? Yeah, let's go to it. Okay, let's talk Lux and Arsenal. If y'all don't know, uh, Loaded Lux and Arsenal the Rebel. They're two battle rappers. Lux is from Harlem. Arsenal is from Jersey. Jersey. Uh, two legends. <laughs> let's make it clear. Let's let's be Definitely. clear. Two legends in a game. Arsenal, this was his last match retiring. Lux is beloved. He's one of the best, no pun intended. You know, he's revered by a lot, you know. And if you don't know what Power Lux is. Power to the people, we back to do maintenance. Yeah, yeah, we finna rock like crack when it first came in. But um <laughs> But yeah, so Lux, loaded Lux, a veteran at this. They're both veterans, but Lux is a bit older. His, his style yes. is lyrical. Great and pen. Ars is definitely performance and, Ars is and performance aggression. And aggression and disrespect, right? Going Just into straight this, up disrespect. Now, going into this battle with Loaded Lux and Arsenal Rebel, you can type it on YouTube. Loaded Lux versus Arsenal. A-R-S-O-N-A-L. Arsenal versus Loaded Lux. You'll see the battle. Um, Lux 
going in, I thought Lux had this in the bag. It was going to be like, oh, he's going to kill Ars. Because Ars, he's good for freestyling <laughs> and not and playing around. And this is Ars' and, lead. And you kind of know what you're getting with these two. Yeah, like, consistently, yeah. Lux wins on camera. Right. So when you go back and you look at lyrics and you look at just the level of disrespect that's mm-hmm. woven into intricate lyrics... You'd be like, dang, this dude is a monster. Because to and be we honest, that Ars in the building is going to look like Ars. In the building, Ars, Ars is going to get the reaction based on his it, demonstrativeness. Exactly. In the last battle, I think Lux clearly lost was the Mook battle, right? That's the last battle. I think eh, he beat Clips. Debatable. I think he beat Mook Clips. Really say nothing. Okay. But I think he beat Clips. I think he beat Hollow, and he definitely beat Calico to me, right? So this battle oh coming God, in. He beat Calico. We, nigga, we kept the file. So who who did you Yo, have coming and, in? What and was your thoughts? Lux is, huh? What was your thoughts coming into the match? You pretty much the I same. I thought three O Lux. Okay, yeah, pretty much the same. Like it's gonna, it's over. Arsenal playing, but okay, give me your thoughts on the battle. Then I give you mine. And what do you think? Okay, so my thoughts on the battle. Battle was definitely closer than I thought it mm-hmm. would be, um, but I definitely still think Lux won. And I could be, I could be biased in that. Out, I'm open to saying that, but just for me, um, when I. I'm watching this on camera. I'm not watching this live. I'm not in the building. And I'm listening to lyrics. There's there's no comparison between the writing styles. Yeah. It's, and it's, the delivery is on point. He's I, not fumbling. He's not choking. To, to come into a battle, mm-hmm. aiming and writing about someone's life and throwing jabs, weaving in jabs about personal life, in front of them, not forget them, and have it be as intricate as Lux's were compared to Ars's, I have to go with Lux. Hmm. Okay. See, now, I respect that. Now, this is, the battle was definitely a great battle. I didn't think it was going to be this good. I didn't think the battle, was, I didn't think Arsenal would be this type of Arsenal. I will say, Arsenal had a scheme that I definitely wasn't ready for. Arsenal, about, um, yes, yes. Hollow, Clips, Calico, all being inside of an Arsenal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that was crazy. Yeah, that was calico. That was I give him that. That was probably one of the best. But I think Lux won. I'm going to say that. But mm-hmm. I don't think it's that clear cut. It's really either way to be honest. But I got Lux because I think Lux won the first. I think Arsenal won the second round, and I think the third round Arsenal was on a high, but he started to decline towards the end. Mm-hmm. Like he started to say anything, where Lux kept it floating. So that's why I give it to Lux. But Arsenal was saying some crazy stuff, but Lux to me, Lux, Chilla Jones, Hollow, and all of them, they got the best pens in the probably in rap history, right? The best, mm. you don't even mess with the pens. And I'm a Lux fan. I'm an Arsenal fan too. Arsenal's in my top five, period. That's, I don't think that's in the debate. Mm-hmm. But I think Lux came in poised and he was like, he would say something like, get drunk off these bars, get drunk off these bars, something like a step pops. He, he was saying something, <laughs> he was saying a lot of crazy with the Moses staff, like staffers, red, I've split the seat. Like, like you said, on camera, Lux will, you'll see RK Lux won. You'll understand Lux better. In the room, Lux's opponent will most likely win. Because Lux has, has performance as well, but he says so much deep stuff that it goes over people's heads. He was saying a and lot it's of so crazy. slick. It's so like his delivery is so slick and he don't make like he's not looking for y'all to catch the bar. He's just gonna deliver it and if you catch it or not, he's gonna keep it moving. Roscoe Dash, like a lot of battle rappers will say reunion. a clever bar. Yeah. Like a lot of battle rappers say a clever bar and then they'll pause and like let you think about it. be like, Oh snap, I got it. Lux just keep rapping. If you don't catch it, you'll catch it on the replay. So on camera, 
like definitely I give it to Lux after watching it. I mean, y'all gotta watch this battle. Like so, but Arsenal did amazing for his quote unquote last battle. So mm-hmm. I gave it to Lux. And even that even that delivery that Lux has in terms of like not really looking for the reaction, just keeping yeah. it moving, keep flowing, is low key super disrespectful. Cause it's like, yo, I don't even need a reaction. Forget one in the crowd in this room. I'm just gonna win it on camera. I like, like he like I like when he say something hard. He's like, Ew. like he wipe his face like, Ew. like he'll say a hard bar. He know that was hard. He be like, and I uh-huh. go pick the mattress. Ew. Like it, yo, like, <laughs> like he just yeah, he was on some like Roscoe Dash. You good for the family reunion? Like he was just he's got a lot of funny stuff. He was funnier than I thought he could be too. But Arsenal, that 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 gun scheme was crazy. He's talking about his son and. V12 and Arsenal was coming with it. Like there was a if you say mm-hmm. Arsenal won, I'm not mad at that. But don't clear cut and say I was saying Arsenal got watched. I'm like, what are y'all watching? What I, people always say that in the moment, right? But I'm of like, course. yo. So, but I, I definitely got lucky. Every battle was a classic. Every battle was battle of the year. Right, right. So every I mean, round was fire. <laughs> so yeah, man, that was the rap battle for those you can tune back in. They don't know about battle. Yeah, man. I'll get to know it. But um, speaking of battling and talking and, and verbs and. Stuff like Let's that. talk about somebody else that's revolutionary <laughs> with the words. Let's talk about Jamel Hill, man. Definitely. Um, Jamel Hill tweeted. I'm just be basic and, and clear cut with it. Jamel Hill tweeted basically that Trump, in her response, someone tweeted her. I think she responded to them. Trump is a white supremacist. Not directly like that, but it basically entitled that. Trump is a white supremacist. He, he's a direct result of white supremacy. Boom, boom, boom. With the, as a result of that, ESPN, I guess, gave her some time off. I don't. They didn't suspend her yet, I believe, but that's what they're in talks of um, right now. And actually, the White House, the correspondent of the White House just reached out to ESPN saying, this is disrespectful. You should fire her, which is the government is reaching out to a private company for freedom of speech. But that's another thing, right? However, to a Jam- journalistic in- entity as well. Right. Think right. about that. Right, right. Yes, it's listen. sports journalism, but this just sets a precedent. If they can reach out to a company that listen. is supposed to be the mouthpiece in reporting to and for the people, quote listen. unquote. And get someone fired. What happens when it's CNN or MSNBC or Al Jazeera or whatever your news organization that's not leaning with the presidency already? Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I think Joe Satan is up next is uh, freedom of it, speak, all that. So at the yeah. end of the day, I was about to say Lux. Jamel definitely tweeted, you know, Lux is a Lux. Ah, Jamel tweeted that Trump is a white supremacist. Jamel Luxed him? Yeah, she definitely 3 0 him. But that's what happened. And it, she caught fire. ESPN gave her some time off. It's not a suspension. I think they fined her something like that. I don't know. But she's not suspended yet. That's where we're in talks. So everybody going crazy on the internet. So, and people got up in arms about it. It splits it down the middle. Well, she shouldn't be fired. Well, she should be fired because that's the president, no matter what you say. So, what do you think about that? And what's your thoughts on an employee? tweeting in a public forum on a private account about something they person believe in, but well, they also have ties to this corporate company. Granted, you got to keep, like, athletes, her, whatever. And I guess it depends on your uh, profession. But what are your thoughts on that um, and ESPN doing that? And then should she have the freedom to say that? Should she watch what she says? She, should she realize, like, this is the president? Should she also realize when was Obama was in office, y'all was coming to him and get, let, making everybody lose their jobs off anything? Now, when they come at you with that, you got to realize... You said something about the president. So that same energy, you got to realize you gave out. You got to kind of keep, even though it wasn't as bad, quote unquote. What's your thoughts on that? Being so, that you're a journalist yourself, quote unquote, air quotes. Okay. <laughs> your word? No, no, so, no, 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 first, yeah. so first, let's let's clarify a few things that we don't necessarily have specifics on. We don't know the contract 
situation that she has with ESPN and what's involved in it. We don't know if there are any provisions or restrictions placed on things that should and should not be said in social media. We don't know if there's been any other incidences where they've come in and said, hey, we'd rather you not speak on X, Y, and Z. If it goes that way again, we will have to change course on action or whatever like that. I don't know any of that history. And I'm not going to speak to any of that because mm-hmm. clearly I don't know if there's anything there with that. That being said, let's clarify what is a personal account and what is or a personal or private account as opposed to a public account. Mm-hmm. Private accounts are restricted where you have to ask for permission to follow these people. I well, don't believe that that's the case with Jamel Hill's right, 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 right. Yeah, account. Public, yeah, you don't and then also when you have a public account, if you attach your account or even if you're a public figure like she is, mm-hmm. you already know that they're watch your employer is watching your account. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you like just she know is. that. Right, right, right. Okay. You just know that. I'm following. And then secondly, and I'm not sure about what her account has on it. Does her account say anything about being an ESPN personality um, or employee I'll check, I'll check in terms of like right the bio now. or whatever? But yeah. Just knowing that you are attached with a brand like ESPN, which is a sub brand of Disney. Yeah, co host the Sports Center at KD6. Exactly. So, and you're on the flagship show, the six, the six o'clock Sports Center. This is, you watch your normal news at five, turn to Sports Center at six. This is that show. Um, There's a lot on you. You are pretty much the face of the company. Yeah. One of the faces, yeah. And being the face of the company, not necessarily that you sign up for this, but it becomes uh, you become the spokesperson of the company and you have to abide by politically correct rules for a lot of things. There are some things that just 100 percent wrong is wrong. And I thought I thought I thought we were getting to a point where white supremacy and calling it out is that. But I eh, guess I was wrong. Um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because I mean, te- if because technically if he is well, this Tony Timberlake speaking. Technically, he is a white. <laughs> he is a white supremacist. Yo, no, 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 no. But seriously, technically, some people would say, well, everything links to you being a white supremacist. The KKK supporting you, you're not denying it. When a Charles, at the very least, he's a Trump supremacist. He right. wants to be supreme. So, great, 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 great. at the very he's least, he's that. Represented Charlottesville. You said there's great people on both sides. You would never condemn them. Come on. There's everything that points to that. But And he said, I got property in Charlottesville. I have the uh US's biggest winery in Charlottesville. <laughs> he he literally does. Yeah. I would love to go there one day. Probably. Like, probably the wine. <laughs> Listen, the wine is probably fire. I'm gonna keep it real. I don't, I don't Yo, have your thoughts, whatever. Dude if you has got fire property wine, everywhere. I don't care if your wine is fire and what your views are. But um but also <laughs> realistically, he's the president end of the day, right? I mean, I like him. It still baffles me that Donald Trump is our president. That's amazing. Yeah, I literally funny. was like, yo, we're nine months into his presidency for and, real. And it's it's funny and it's sad, but it's very baffling to me still. Like, wow, this man is the, the, the guy that was on wrestling. He's our president. But you, Jamel got to realize when Obama yeah. was in, in, in office, you know, that energy she was talking about and people saying like, not even just monkey, but he's a terrorist. He's a Muslim. People losing their jobs over things, right? Or like getting scolded. So you got to realize people like, all right, since you did that with him, I don't care what you say. You attack this president, we're going to come for you now. So it's the same energy, and that's important yeah. about the energy you give. So she got to realize it's also the president. Do I think she was wrong? No. Do I think she should be reprimanded? No. I mean, reprimanded, yes. But I don't. 
but you got to realize you're working for a bigger company that's bigger than you. You're connected to something bigger. And Disney, they're not letting that rock. You got you got to kind of know. They can replace you. <laughs> right. And, I, and also, I think and because... I, I think she knows that. I don't think she's right. blind to that. But I, I think, think she thought because of. it's... I think she thought because it's so common to call Trump that, and he's shown that, and everybody calls him that, whereas with Obama and all that, it wasn't an overwhelming negativity response towards him. It was people here and there, right? Whereas Trump, the most part, it's like social media and everything. We hate this nigga. Get him out of here. Like, he's a white supremacist. <laughs> and she's probably so comfortable in that and saying, he's a white supremacist. We always say it. And got caught up and realized, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said, you know. So I I, I get all angles, but he's the president. You got to respect the office. But even though he never respected the office, he I mean, still doesn't respect the office, but you got to respect it. That, that goes to the debate. If you don't respect yourself, should other people respect you? Like, it's like, how do you expect them to respect respect? A, how do you expect he them to started the disrespect on Obama? It, exactly. Like, it's like how do you expect them to respect us? He's just reaping what he sold at this point. Yeah, that whole respect yourself first uh, mentality, which I agree half and half with. It's like part of it. Well, you can't expect them to respect you if you don't respect yourself. But if I, whether you not, whether I respect my mother, whether my mother respect herself or not, you're going to respect her. You, you, so it's like it's null and void when it comes to our loved ones. Like. Well, my sister don't respect herself. However, you will respect my sister, even if she carried herself Word. a certain way. I ain't gonna let you disrespect her. But you gotta realize, as a human being, you can't be a hypocrite. Well, I don't respect myself doing this. So, but you definitely, but just using that analogy and not talking right. about your sister in particular, right? No, but you definitely, definitely have to. Yeah, but you definitely will have to have a conversation with your sister about like, respecting her. Yeah. This, yeah, this is the energy that you're inviting. So if it happens, <laughs> you gotta realize it happened because you kind of gave that, and that's not your fault. Partially, but let's be. If they disrespected you or called you a name, well, you carry yourself that way. People gonna. This is the environment we live in. Let's keep it real, people. Like, let's not act like we. Come on. So that's why I say it's fifty fifty. Um, yeah, no doubt. So yeah. Um, I mean, Jamel, it's, it's real. It's real. So, I mean, I want your mother to job back. She's one of the best, if not the best, woman that was at ESPN in, his, in history to me. I love her. And her Michael. and Doris Burke. Um, yeah, Doris Burke is dope. Doris Bolt, Doris Bolt. I'm so tongue-tied on today's show. Doris <laughs> Burke is a great host also. Um, shout out Jamel. We stand with her. Kaepernick tweeted her. I stand with you. Well, I'm like, I'm like no, you're kneeling with her. Um, <laughs> you're not standing. You're kneeling with we her. We kneel Kaepernick. together. <laughs> you're not standing with you. No, you kneel with you. No, but Yo, I'm that'd be hilarious. A we kneel together shirt. It'd probably make mad money too. <laughs> Yo, bleep that out. I might need to do that. Bleep that out. But... <laughs> We kneel together as a t-shirt. Bleep that out. Twice now. Nigga, you ain't gonna do that. But end of the what? day. Like <laughs> end of the day. <laughs> but nah, so um Jamel Trump. Jamel Trump Jr. Um I wish her the best. Hopes it hope it gets better. And um yeah, man. Just yeah, an man. interesting day, man. Um but guess what? What's up? Guess what time it is? It's September, so it's time for a new iPhone. Definitely, man. I wasn't going there, but I definitely forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah, definitely. You talk about been this. the iPhone 8, which releases next week. And then there's the iPhone X, which releases in early November. I did some reading up on this uh-huh. iPhone X. Go ahead. Tell us about it. And uh, this face scan feature, fam, I'm not with it. Yeah, you know, listen, the, the fingerprint... 
the face scan. They already got it from Snapchat. Yeah, I don't the, even use the fingerprint now. I definitely don't want. Think about the um, scanners on like Snapchat and Instagram, though, the face filters. You got to realize that. Like we, it's, yeah. you might be thinking it's funny, but the technology they have, we get it. See, we get the little glimpse of, oh, you can scan your face and get your fingerprint. Get it. Unlike Fam, the phone. they've been scanning faces for 2K for forever. You think right. they don't have you think they can't do it with pictures? They do it with old players who don't look like that no more. Okay, first things first. The phone isn't much of a change than a 7. I have the 7 Plus. I'm not getting the 8 Plus or the X no time soon because the damn phone is the same. Besides, no home button, two glass, it's glass back in front, and it's scan, face scan, and probably little to no software changes. Apple does this every time. I'm not changing. There's not a significant change. I'm not wasting my money. I'm not spending 1200 on the phone. Now, if I can do a payment plan nah, and doesn't change my current plan, I'll think about it. But I'm really not pressed to get this. Like we're slaves and that to Apple and, and technology, and it's, they're really getting us. They're really getting. I'm us. cool. What I got? Like, come on. It's, it's they really. It's really no difference besides the face scanning. Like I can. Come on. So it's it's a stop at Apple. Like I'll get a eleven, a twelve, and come. I'm not jumping to get the X or nine. Like no, or the eight. Well, seven. Well, seven, eight, nine. That's why we don't have a nine. But um, dumb. Nah, but yeah, dumb. man. But back to the face scanning thing, man. Uh, yeah, it, it's definitely a scary thing. I think the, f- when the fingerprint dropped, we was like, yo, why didn't need a fingerprint? But then it's like face scanning drop. Okay, scan my face. And we, uh, some of us take it lightly. It's just a phone. No, it was more than just a phone <laughs> a phone thing. Like scam your face. And I seen jokes, how are you going to scan women with makeup? Take a makeup off. They still going to recognize her? Or if you put your makeup on, you know, if you got your, you know, if you're twins, how do you recognize your twin? You know, if, if, if. I mean, they'll, they'll know. Yeah. If you sleep, your girl scan your face. You know, can she get in your phone? I'm like, she can do with this <laughs> She can take your thumb while you sleep. What's the difference? I mean, True. but that's why dudes use the uh, passcode still. Right. Oh, put. I'm not about to say what dudes. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, man, the face scanning thing is scary. Man, give us give us 10, 15 years. The phone to be in us. The phone to be like. The phone would be phone would be in your palm. In your ear. You literally, literally, like the chips. It'll literally be in your palm. And it's just, it's funny now. It's jokingly, man, this face scanner stuff and this technology, Apple bought the, and I think when they scan your face, they can give you, they give a bio of you. Like, where you from? I'm born. No, no, you really do. I think that's the face scanning technology. Like, you scan, if I scan your face, oh, this is this person. But I'm like, wait, 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 this is getting kind of, you know. Nah, that's creepy, dog. We're becoming too dependent on technology. And when technology takes over, when humans I need to get a rotary phone. Okay, you taking it too far. Like we we have to be dependent on technology in some sense, right? We don't have to, but it's much more convenient. To. I don't want to go back to uh, making fire with wooden sticks. Like it's much more convenient. That's not so technology. We got lighters. Lighters are fine. We can stay with lighters. Okay. Well, I don't want to go back to writing things and and a five hundred page essay, thousand page. I'd rather type it, right? So technology is not typewriter. I know you're trying to find loopholes. Yo, imagine if we had like, I mean, while we were in high school and college, mm-hmm. imagine if we had like voice to text like we do now never write a paper dog (laughs) yeah you'll sit back and just look talk the paper out and then just edit it but typing it out nah yeah so i mean technology like social media like everything else be reading quotes from the book and just quoting this and citing the source technology gonna get us man like it's 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 too much like facebook and this and that and alive and everybody is gratification everybody want to be seen everybody want to be heard. Everybody want attention. Everybody want the opinion, which is cool, but it's not cool at times. And technology is going to eat us, man. It's eating us. It's going, to be, mm-hmm. it's going to be a point in history, in history, in time where humans become obsolete. Like, they don't need humans. A lot of places don't even... The trunks dry themselves. 
the technology do the work. Yeah, Look nah. at the um, cashiers at, at supermarkets. They're getting less and less because we got the technology we can check yeah, out. Yeah, you got the self-check line. Yeah, so eventually... I love that joint, personally. Word. But. They got cars <laughs> driving themselves. They, bruh, the human, the human beings don't become obsolete. We don't need that no more. Technology going to places all. What do we need no. people for? Clear them out. Exactly. Give man. them McDonald's. Clear them out. Yeah, man. All five, all ten of them. Man, it's it's it's, it's going to be trivial out here. And speaking of trivial, you know what time it is? It's trivia time, Nick. Time for two tones trivia, baby. Okay, let's go, baby. Two tones trivia. If y'all wasn't, I about that last week. If y'all ain't here last episode. We basically come up. We're gonna do five questions for now because we're gonna add to each show. But we five questions based on music trivia, any genre, any person, any song, whatever. We're gonna ask each other. We get two guesses to figure it out. You know, you yep. can't give one hint. And if you get a hint, you get one guess. Um, yep. Five questions. Funny, serious, thought-provoking, um, dumb. It doesn't matter. Music trivia, two tones, and it starts now. We go back and forth. You and me, you and me, you and me. Pause. So. All right. You ready? Yeah. Get your questions ready, Nick. You going first or me? I said you, me. All right. My bad. Alright, this bad boy was a member of Harlem World and followed the Golden Sound Blueprint. Who is this person? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. See, I almost got caught up in that question. Alright, I'll repeat it. This bad boy mm-hmm. was a member of Harlem World and followed the Golden Sound Blueprint. Who is it? Mace? That's wrong. I knew, I knew it. I, I know. I can't think of old boy name. Um, I can't even get a hint. Um, G Depp. Ah, ah. That is false. It is Loon. Ah, I couldn't think it was name. Yeah, Loon. Okay, you got it. You got it. Mace is the Golden Sound Blueprint. Okay, Mace is everything golden to you. Let's not take it there. Right? No, he's the young Harlem nigga with the golden sound. Yeah, every Mace is everything golden to you. Okay. Pause. Um, let's go. This R&B songstress, which was a part of a famous group, released five solo albums, three of which were gospel. Who is Michelle Williams? Wrong. Wait, wait, wait. Read the question again. <laughs> Got you, nigga. Got that ass. This R&B songstress. <laughs> oh, Coco. Ding, ding, ding. You got it. You got it. Look at you. So kind of <laughs> Michelle Williams. Oh, wait. Now what? What the day is? Yeah, you got it. You got it. Coco. Definitely. All right. Question number two. This Brick City native had the nastiest MTV Cribs episode ever. Red man. Ding, 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 <laughs> ding. Easy, man. Let's go. Let's go. Let's yeah, go. you got to play I'll Be That right now, like while we did that question. Oh, man. Yeah. If you want to get sued by YouTube. This Whatever. Houston rapper, while known, while known for performing... I'm so tongue-twisted this episode. This human rapper... Human rappers... <laughs> Okay, this rapper from oh Houston, while known for performing shirtless, has collaborated with the likes of Meek Mill, T.I., and French Montana. A Houston rapper? Known for performing shirtless, has collaborated with T.I., French Montana, and Meek Mill. Need a hint? Hmm. Are you going to take your shot? Houston rapper. Give me the hint. Five gold singles. Recently. Houston rapper. Five gold singles. Radio singles. Heavy on the radio. 
I'm stumped, dog. Who is this? Travis Scott. You would never guess. He He's from Houston? Houston? Yes. Oh, wow. But I, okay. I, I, I thought the giveaway, but probably, but performing shirtless. See, if I would have said Tia. Like, like his. I don't known. follow these new rappers. Okay. Yeah. Matter of fact, all my questions are gonna be about new rappers for that one. Word. No, no, no. We both Go got make one down. Me right? Listen. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> make you listen. But now nah, we both got one right, one wrong, right? Yep. All right, let's get it. Your turn. All right. all right. This rapper gave out his number that ended in eight zero zero four because back then they didn't want him, Mike. and now he's hot. They're all on him. Mike Jones, man. Yo, no, Mike Jones is on a, like a car salesman commercial. You seen you that need commercial? to say the whole thing correctly. What? The whole thing correctly. Mike Jones? Who is Mike Jones? <laughs> Stop it. Who is Mike Jones? Like, yo, he was on a car salesman commercial. Like, seriously. You lying. He was on some commercial with a white guy. What? Mike Jones? What? Yo, hilarious. Nah, I'm um, done. Next. Here we, here we go. <laughs> this New Jersey rap native has done songs with Mariah Carey. Mary J. Blige and Wyclef John. Come on, don't don't go for the obvious. That's all. I that's I shouldn't give it to him, but let's go. Now say, now say it, say it again, please. The question. This New Jersey got this nigga in his bag. This episode, huh? This New Jersey rap native has done songs with Mariah Carey, Mary J. Blige, and Wyclef John. She, Mary. she, she, she's done songs. With Mary, Mary J. Blige. Mariah, and Wyclef? Yes, she has. Do you, don't be on Google either, nigga. We don't, come on. Nah. I'm in my bag, this show. Woo-hoo-hoo. You told him trivia, baby. Lauren ain't do no songs with Mariah. Clock is ticking. It's really not, but... There's other female rappers from Jersey not named Queen Latifah or Lauren Hill. Come on, brother. I ain't got it, man. Who is it? Rod Digger. Nigga, what? Rod Digger's from Jersey. <laughs> yeah. I know that. Well, I, I know that, but I wasn't. I wasn't thinking Rod Digger. She did a song with. Oh! Are you talking about, baby, if you give it to me? I give it to you. No, I think not only that, but yeah, that too. Oh, that counts, punch you in the face. Listen, you what you want for two out here? Come on, next. All right, what is Mike Jones' full number? <laughs> Nigga, you really asked me this? <laughs> yes, I did. Um, two eight one. Come on, you can't be. Come on, yes, you asked me. Okay, I, uh, you just asked me about Rod Digger. You gonna tell me what I can't ask? You asked me to remember a number, not an artist. Like, no, we we guess. He an said artist. it like fifty million no, 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 times no, 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 while bro, he was no, no. hot. No, bro, we don't guess. This is what you okay? Technically, we ain't making no rules, so you're not wrong in this. But we, yeah, huh? We're thinking we're guessing artists, and we're naming people, not naming numbers from damn ten years ago. I gotta remember the number. I don't. What what jersey color did Master B have on? And no limit. Like, come on. Green. No. <laughs> That's Mace's shiny suit that you still have in your closet. But no, the no limit jerseys were green too. I just watched that video. They were white too. It depends what video you're talking about. I'm talking ah. to make them say uh. No, I didn't say it was that video. See, see that's loopholes you. You never said a video, chump. Okay. Two way one. Yo, by the way, on growing up hip hop, 
Romeo was on there. Master P definitely had a home Bible study. It was hilarious. Yo, he definitely walked through like a bishop. He said, I want to welcome y'all to the family Bible study. I was crying, crying. dog. But I definitely need Master P on audiobook reading the Bible. Oh, man. Yeah. You got to understand what I'm talking about? When they say Salah, that's a (laughs) Yeah, man. Um, uh, But go ahead. What's the number? 444-80820. Nope. Okay, I don't care. 281-330-8004. Hit Mike Jones up on the low because Mike Jones. And you definitely Google that and listen to that before the show. You didn't I definitely that. did not. You didn't remember that. Well, you from I South Jersey. Did. You niggas, that's probably, that was probably your number at one time. My you probably, dad loved you the type, Mike Jones. I definitely did. I can tell. And you the type of nigga that probably made that your number when he dropped it. When he, his career ended, you wanted to be your number. That's So, my turn. Hold up. I'm two. I'm one. You're two, I'm, and, you're two and two. Okay. And this is... My fourth question from you. And you got two wrong so far. Yep. I have one wrong so far. No, you have two. No. What's the first one? Loom. Okay, you got it. This classically trained pianist played on Kurt Franklin's Don't Cry. Richard Smallwood. Ah! I didn't think you'll get that. You got it. Come on, dog. You got it. You got it. You got it. <laughs> What question is this, nigga? This is your fifth question. So we both oh, got boy. two right. This is the make it or break it for both of us. Here you go. He, he about to say, come on, man. Come on. All right. This producer and artist EP discusses the passage of time used showing affection. What? This producer and artist EP discusses the passage of time used showing affection so i'm naming the ep correct yes this producer and artist or producer slash artist producer and artist showing affection you can watch you bring something from the 70s that you'd be good for that you be trying to like <laughs> which is printing the time morris day i'm like come on bro you know mm. i um Give me a hint. Come on. I didn't have a hint prepared. Crap. That's, that's not my problem. That's yours. I'm, I'm supposed to have one hint. Your hint is you should know this. So there you go. No, I'm not, I'm not, rock, I'm not rocking with that. Give me a hint, please. <laughs> uh, this EP has been released in the last five years. Within the last five years. Oh my, what type of hen is that? This I'm telling you it's not right. old. What? That's some, the last five years. That could be anybody. <laughs> Yo, okay, I see what you're doing. I, I gave you two hints. The last five years, and you should know this. So no. it's definitely something you, we've can talked about. Can you repeat about. that the question? This please. producer and artist, uh-huh. EP, discusses the passage of time used showing affection. I don't know it. What is it? Nigga, you fail. Hours spent loving you, Sango, and Xavier Omar. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This... Okay, cool. My turn. This yeah. R&B artist... Nigga, coming up the gun. This R&B artist rarely does interviews. Hold, hold on. Hold on. And he also mm-hmm. re- recently released an album with his daughter on the cover. This R&B artist rarely does interviews. And recently released an album with his daughter on the cover. Mm-hmm. 
Give me a hat. He likes hats. <laughs> Neo? Nope. Who is it? Bryson Tiller. <laughs> you go, what? What? Dad hats? Tiller? His daughter's on he the cover? He just opened... Wait. He released another album? This year, yeah. So the one that came out a few months ago? Yeah. Yeah, right. that, that, yeah, that's true to sell. So we, yeah, all right, we, we both went even. two out of five. We breaking even, man. Two tones trivia makes some noise, baby. No, but but that was that was a good that was that was a good show this time around, man. You was you was bugging though with the oh in the last five years producing like it made it makes sense now that you said it, but it's like the type of you you's bugging. But the Rod Digger thing, I think that would be walking apart if you knew woman Jersey rappers is either Heather B, Queen Latifah, Lauren, or Rod Digger. Like that's really it. And SZA ain't no rapper. She from Jersey, but you know. So it's like, yeah, I would figure you got that. Negro. But, um, I'm nobody yeah, thinking man. about Rod Digger ever. I mean, well, you definitely wasn't. That's why you got a question wrong. But yeah, man, <laughs> been a great show. Y'all hit definitely. us up. What y'all comments? Y'all hit us up. But again, the city and the state. Oh, and also, oh, let's yeah. put this out there, please. If you have a question that you want some advice on, tweet or email us your question or DM. Whatever, however you want to do, reach out, let us know what your problem is, and both of us will give you some advice. So, right. There's that. It. And granted, we're two humans like you who have a different perspective. We're probably similar perspectives, are no greater, but we everyone can offer everyone can offer something, right? Definitely. All right, man, that's another episode of Two Tones. We signing out. Peace.